0: we live we're going
1: hi i'm christy grainer <laughs> welcome to the dare to believe podcast how are you rebecca i'm good christy how i'm are you doing? here yeah i'm here with rebecca Rivnick <laughs> and we, wanna inter- we, wanna, we, wanna yeah. <laughs> we want to inter we want we want to do some something yeah we want to interpret some dreams season two of the dare to believe podcast hey rebecca hey christy are you excited about season two i'm very excited about season two we've got a
0: lot of great guests for our listeners and interviews full of revelation awesome stories and testimonies that will encourage and inspire you our listener for the more
1: of god so we want you to dare to believe been a good season here, season two of the Dare to Believe podcast. Can you believe it? Two seasons of podcasts? No, not really. This is really awesome. (laughs) And the, the amazing people that the Lord has sent for us to talk to. I love it. Oh yeah.
0: It's been so fun to have conversations with different ministry leaders and pastors and just people going for it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter your role in society. They've dared to believe. That's and right. We want to hear about it. <laughs> yeah. And dreams. That's been fun mm-hmm. too this season. I'm looking forward to season three. I am too. I think we've got a few things up our sleeve. Mm-hmm. And I know Some the Lord's got way people. more. He's The Lord's got more up his sleeve than we can even ask or yeah. imagine. He has big sleeves. He does. But <laughs> we want to thank you, our listeners for being a part of this and listening in to this, uh, this podcast this season. If you haven't done, please go ahead and give us a rating on Apple, iTunes, or ho- wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us five stars. Write a comment if you feel like it. But literally, it takes about three and a half seconds to leave a leave a five-star review. We would really appreciate that. Um, share it with your friends or anybody you think might be interested and encouraged by the messages. And then go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss us when we come back for season three. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a couple months off. Uh, take a little break ourselves and then we will be coming back in, in early 2020. I was gonna say 2019, 2020. 2020. Wow. Yeah.
1: And what I also would love to hear from listeners, if they have suggestions of people they know have dared to believe God for big things and they have testimony, that would be wonderful to interview. Just send us their information, connect us with them. Yeah. Um, we may or may not be able to get the interview, but we'd love to hear from you if you've got suggestions.
0: Yeah. Any suggestions for us, we'd take, uh, you can go ahead and email us at christy at dare2believe.biz. Or you can find us on the website. Dare2believe.info. Yeah, I know, our, I know our website. I was also you can email me. They don't have to just email Christy. You can email me, Rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A, at dare2believe.biz. And we just want to thank you, our listeners, for being a part of it, making it so fun to come out here and record episodes. So thank you, and we'll see you for
1: season three. So we've got a lot of dreams. Thank you for those of you that sent dreams into our website and gave us permission to interpret them online. So or on air, so we're we're doing that today, and we hope that, or we know, we trust that everyone is going to be dreaming more and understanding your own dreams, but when you come up against a dream where you can't figure it out or you don't can't uh, discern with the Lord's help what it means, please send them in. We can't always get back to you, and because of what we've been doing in these podcasts, Rebecca, we have got like a big backlog of dreams Ooh. that we haven't yet got <laughs> interpreted. So... Know that they're not gonna get back we're not gonna get back to people within a week or two. It might take a little while.
0: Yeah, especially with the holidays coming up. But on that note, I actually had a friend tell me this week that he never dreamed or never remembered his dreams until he listened to the first podcast episode and then he just started
1: dreaming. Isn't that good? Yeah, it's like he
0: he asked for it. He
1: opened his heart and said, like, Lord, I want that too. Awesome. Yeah. So we released that over Everybody listening to this, if you want the dreams, just ask the Lord for them and trust and have faith that he'll give them to you That's right. and he'll help you understand what they mean. That's right. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Uh, Well, are you ready to dive into the first
0: dream? Well, have you had any dreams lately? You know, I haven't. It's been
1: a little bit quiet in the dream department for me. I've been dreaming like crazy. Some of them are good. Some of them are, I had a really weird one. Um last week I think in 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 the dream I was um I was hanging around a bunch of people who who to me are people who are really going for things in the in the spirit and Mm -hmm. learning a lot from the Lord and and I was going to be part of an some kind of a gathering an outreach more of a mission trip type thing that they were going on and I'd been assigned to one and I I I felt like I'd been irresponsible. I couldn't remember which one I'd been assigned to. And I felt a little bit of... You felt bad about that. Yeah. In the dream, I didn't feel good about it at all. And like, I should have remembered. Why didn't I remember what I was supposed to do? And then I was kind of wandering around trying to figure out which trip I was supposed to go on, which group I was supposed to be with. And I was sitting in an old barn and on an old couch kind of with a wooden back. And I looked on my right shoulder and all of a sudden there were a bunch of little black bugs on the couch right behind my shoulder and I thought oh that's gross so I'm going to get up they're just <laughs> tiny tiny little black Look. bugs and so I got up and walked off and then I knew where I belonged and I went to where I belonged and um, and these bugs had gotten under my skin into my skin on my right arm and on okay. my right shoulder and the, they was just getting it was gross because they were getting bigger underneath my skin and this yeah. woman with the group I was supposed to go to took out this big kind of a, like a, a dagger type knife, you know, kind of big. Pretty long. Yeah. Probably, yeah, more than a foot long. Oh, and wow. said, oh, I know what to do about these. And she started cutting them out and, and popped them out. And it didn't, I, 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 in the dream, I mench- I talked about, oh, that doesn't even hurt. Yeah. I'm surprised. And um, she got a whole bunch of them out. And then at the end of the dream, I realized I still have three in my right arm and one behind my right ear. And that was the end of the dream. And huh. I woke up going, Oh my gosh, this is terrible. And so I spent time with the Lord. What does this all mean? Sure. Well something's bugging you and getting under your skin. Something's bugging me, getting uh-huh. under my skin and when and I needed to and, and it had to do with provision mm. because I'm in a barn. Barn is where the provision that's where the harvest is kept. And it's an it's an old thing in my, probably my family line, who knows what. It's an old barn, old thing, mm-hmm. but that I'm worried about provision and little things are bugging me. It's not a big worry, but sure, a little bit worried small about little, provision. Little bugs, you know. But when
0: they get under your skin, they grow, which exactly. is actually how worries work in real life. Like, exactly.
1: So yeah. it got, they were getting under my skin, but when I'm with the people I'm supposed to be with, with my tribe, so to speak, when people I belong with, they know how to, helped me get rid of that. And there were a few more things. And one of them was affecting my hearing because it was in, but it's all things I'm breaking through. My left side was not affected. It was all on my right side. So it's the things I'm supposed to be breaking through. So I'm breaking through to new levels of understanding God's provision in my life. But some of these things are bugging me. <laughs> you know? And yeah. Yeah. So it, it really it wasn't that horrible of a dream. So my so Gary and I knew how to pray. We can sure. kind of work through some of this. A and, little bit of correction or just kind of yeah. the Lord telling you what's going on. Which but he knows these little things. They yeah. seem like little things, but they're getting under my skin and becoming bigger. Sure. If I don't deal I need to deal with it.
0: And sometimes I think the big things are really obvious for us. We're like, obviously that's wrong or obviously that's not true, but it's the little
1: ones that yeah. can get kind of pesky and yeah, yeah, but isn't God good how he just says, okay, I, I I know this is what's going on with you. I could have tried to ignore the dream and I still probably would have gotten help from the Lord. I mean, it's not that I needed to understand the dream in order for the Lord to help me, Right? but he wants me to understand what's going on and be confident that he's yeah. right there with me. He understands, he's helping me. Yeah. Yeah. So our Our God is very good. I love the way he sends dreams. That is good. That's very creative of Mm -hmm. him.
0: Also kind of scary. Like that's a real life fear of mine is bugs going underneath my skin. Oh. So
1: also super awful. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Well, and you've you've lived in Indonesia where bugs probably really more often get under your skin. Yeah. yeah.
0: They are in your ear. Oh.
1: Oh, yuck. Yuck, yeah. yuck. All right. Well, I'm um, thank you that the bugs are gone. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank All right. Thank you, Lord. So we've got some dreams that were sent in.
0: Oh, uh, and I just want to highlight real quick that it was really really easy. For whoever got the bugs off. And so I think when we're And it didn't hurt It didn't hurt. Right. And that
1: I'm and that it came up and the this, the little sword, it's the sword of the spirit. So the truth of the Lord is what she cut mm-hmm. me open with in right. my right arm and got those things out. Right. And something our friend Rod Marquette said the other weekend is if the Christian life is hard we're doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah yeah because jesus said my yoke is easy right. and my burden is light so yeah. that's
0: just a good little word to to all the listeners out there if you f- if something feels really hard in your life it's probably not the lord or you're just probably we're probably not partnering with him in the right way yeah, yeah yeah cool all right let's jump in to this these dreams here yeah uh let's see what do we got Ooh, how about this one okay christy you ready for this yeah all right this one is called swim team. I was on a swim team once. Me too. Well, mine was a fake one that I made with my roommates in college to <laughs> practice for a scuba exam. <laughs> Your scuba exam? Yeah, I went to a college by the beach.
1: Uh, <laughs> but w- did you have you been certified in scuba diving?
0: Uh, close enough.
1: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Do you know that I used to teach swimming lessons? I had a water safety instructor permit. I was serious with swimming. I didn't swimming. know that. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay, swim team says, the corporation
0: I work for had a swim team. The swim team had just completed a competition and won a place to go into the next level of competition. They were recruiting for more swimmers to join the team. One of the existing team members, a VP where I work today, stated how her score was not as good as she had done in the past, how she needed to focus on engaging her thigh muscles more. By engaging those muscles, she would gain better speed. The thigh muscles and gliding really stood out. My manager, a manager from a past company I worked at, came to me and stated that I should join the team. I was already feeling drawn to participate. participating before she came to me. I couldn't see how this could work since I can't put my face in the water without holding my nose. You need both arms for stroking, and as a swimmer, you need to put your face in the water. It's kind of important. Yeah, those are big. <laughs> Even I know that. Next scene at the pool for practice. I was already in the water, they were having the new members introduce themselves. As one woman stood out on the deck of the pool, she introduced herself with tears, being scared and excited, all wrapped up together. I nearly started weeping while in the pool because I could so identify with her in this moment. I was scared about putting my face in water, but excited and focused on using the thigh muscles to glide and for speed. Um, I had hired my own private coach, uh, my financial advisor. He was in the water with me. They never asked me to introduce myself. That was the end of the dream. And the emotions cool. were scared and excited at the same time.
1: Um, strong, strong emotions and colors are bright. it was a large indoor pool. And she did say that she had actually in, in real life almost drowned. Yeah. So that was a, like a trauma on her life. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good dream. Yeah. Actually, a very good dream. Um, so what the Lord's talking to her about have the things that are really important. It's a swim team. It's water. It's about the spirit. It's about right. moving in spirit on a team. So she's not called, to, she's being asked, she's being, going to be invited to move into something even more mm. in her moving of, with the spirit and in, in uh, competing, which is not necessarily competing against other people, but moving in the, moving forward in things of the Lord. Sure. So she's being asked to join a new team. Um, she's gonna be invited to join a new team, but the reason these different people were there—the the vice president where she works—is um, someone she's listened to. She's learned from people where she works and people in her past. So people in the marketplace, um, she's learned a lot, mm-hmm. and people um, in the spiritual realm, she's learned a lot. So people in her life now, because that's an existing. Person, so people who are around her now. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep, yep, yep. And then the other manager is someone from a past company, so she's learned a lot in the past. So she's being invited into something new, which will cause her, she'll need to draw on her current um, learning and current relationships, also some past learning and past relationships. But the lord is saying i understand and the thigh stuff she's learned she's learned to have faith in scripture thighs represent faith so she's going to have to have the faith to do this Mm. and what she's learning from the existing people around her is that succeeding in what she's being called into in the realm of the spirit takes faith and she's going to really need to rely on her faith but also gliding like you, you said as we were talking earlier um, if it's too hard, yeah, it's not from the Lord. That's right. So she needs to use her faith and she needs to glide a bit, take pace herself and, and do it. Sure. Yeah, not in her spiritual strength, not in her physical strength. And there are others who are being called into the same thing because they have had pain in their life and they've had trauma in their life and they will need faith to do the same thing. So she's not alone in this, no. but she is being invited. And as she steps forward, um, there will be provision. Her private coach is this uh, guy who does her finances. It's not really that man, but the Lord is her provider. He's going to show mm-hmm. himself as her provider. So she is being called into something new. She is—it has to do with spiritual thing. She's being called to be on a team. So she's going to be. Invited to be in something new on a team, things that move in the spirit. She will need to rely on current relationships and past relationships, current learnings and past learnings. It's going to take faith to do what she's called to do and rest, both of them. She's going to have to learn how to do them both. But the Lord will provide for her in this next season. So that's a really good dream. That's an awesome dream. Isn't it? Yeah. And that's the sort of dream that,
0: that actually imparts faith too. Yeah. As you interpret it, you're like, well, like the Lord's with me in this. And so I, she might, she might already know what that invitation is, but that dream would just kind of put her over the top and say, you know, God's with you in this and you can step out and do it. He's
1: with you. He wants you to succeed mm-hmm. and he's coaching you yeah. in all this, you know, it's like this, can you really, what, what would there do be to worry about? But you will have, to, you will have to just take faith and yeah, take risk and go for it. Yeah,
0: Absolutely. I think this is a good example of, uh, you're saying how the thigh and scripture represents faith. Now, you know, if you don't, if you don't study some of these things and symbols and what happens in the Bible and just dream interpretation, you probably would miss that because it's, you know, it doesn't right. say faith in the dream, it says thighs. And you know, from your experience and from your learning that mm-hmm. that's, that means, well, you're like, oh, that's faith.
1: Yeah. There is a, a real balance. You you, you, there are things that we get with just revelation mm-hmm. in relationship with Holy Spirit. And there are things that you can get from skill that you, you build and you practice and mm-hmm. you learn. Um, and you can get a good dream interpretation with only the revelation from the Lord, only what the Lord tells you. That's That can yep. be very good, but when you add the skill to it, it becomes, I think, a deeper, Oh, for sure, super powerful. At, yeah, so it's not either or. You can't get a good dream interpretation without the Holy Spirit. right? So just taking your skill alone. And that's actually what, that's why John Paul Jackson didn't want to just write a book on how to do this, what this means this, because people tend to default to wanting to just, have a little formula, have a checklist yeah, I can go on and I can get my dream interpreted. And I'd like to never have to bother with God if I don't need to. Well, that's to. like the religious story over and over again is please
0: give me some rules and a formula and I'd rather have yeah. that than a relationship.
1: But we don't want that yeah. in dream interpretation. We it's want easier. the Lord first. Yeah. He, we need him. We need our own relationship sure. with him. That's, that's important. That that connection with him is very yeah. important. But then the skill can add so much to it on top of yeah. that. Yeah, Relationships take a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, they, do. <laughs> they do yeah they do so it'd be a lot easier
0: sometimes if you can just read a rule book instead you know yeah. but that's that's not what the Lord's inviting us into right and all of this all these dreams and things are they're, they're deeper
1: invitations into knowing him more
0: yeah and to be being... both though, if you're having the dreams or if you're wanting to interpret them
1: yeah and it's such a personal way to talk to us. Yeah. Like I know everything about you. I know that it's scary for you to put your face in the water. I know why, yeah. but I still am asking you to do it. It's what you're doing. What you're going into is going to feel like that to you. Yeah. I mean, he's not actually asking her to put her face in the water, but it will feel like that to you. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. What I'm asking you to to go into. But, but also it's exciting it. because a- there's something she do was born for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She
0: said she was excited and scared. So there's that fear that we'd often let hold us back from. Yeah from our destiny but the Lord says I'm with you in that yeah It's great I love that cool. what a fun dream
1: yes it is do you have any more oh do I do I
0: okay all right let's jump into this one all right this next dream this is interesting because instead of like our last dream where the dreamer was an active participant in the dream this is this dreamer is watching this happen is observing it so already I can say there's something else going on here. and
1: where the dreamer is is it helps you understand the interpretation. There's a couple questions you want to ask is, why did God give the dreamer this dream? And yeah. if you can discern that, it helps with understanding the dream. Right? Why did God give this person the dream? The last one, it's to call her, to give her courage, uh, the, 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 dream, the dream about swimming, to, yep. to, to help her to step into what was next for her. Um, but she was smack dab in the middle of it. So she was... The focus of the dream right she was it's all about her. there are times when it's about a, the dreamer and somebody else, so she's a participant but not really the whole focus of the dream and there's times when the dreamer is just watching something happen right and he's being he or she is being called to then intercede for what's happening yeah you're, you're not even part of the dream you you're being asked to pray for that That's to right. happen and pr- yeah yeah uh, and what does the Lord say about he always he does, he does nothing without revealing it to. Mm-hmm. His, his prophet says Amos three seven, and the NIV way of reading that is surely the sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing His plan to His servants the prophets, and um, dreams are one way the Lord speaks prophetically. Yes. And so uh, this is an Old Testament prophet, it, and that which is different than a New Testament prophet, where the Holy Spirit is inside of New Testament believers, right. where that wasn't a gift to the Old Testament. Right. Prophets. So dreams were even a little different. Prophetic was different in the old covenant. The new covenant, our dream life can be so vivid because the Holy Spirit's there inside of us. Right. Yeah. And I think there might be some
0: listeners who would discredit themselves and say, "Well, I'm not a prophet. So why would the Lord tell me? No, you're his. (laughs) You're, you are that now too. In Christ, you Mm -hmm. are priest, prophet, or he is priest, prophet, and King, and you are in him. Mm -hmm. So you actually qualify in that. So. Absolutely. But the Lord does reveal
1: what he's going to do. do. He He talks about
0: things. Yeah. And this is one of the ways he's doing Mm -hmm. it. Okay. So the dreamer said that he was observing this and he said, I saw a teenager that I assume was from a Japanese or an Asian family in in Asia was walking out of his very modern house with a mask over his face and nose. He told his father that he needed fresh air and wasn't feeling well. As he walked out, he made it just a few steps before collapsing. I then heard someone say the sickness is spreading. The picture started moving towards a hospital. Along the way, there were many bodies collapsed and dead on the ground. The hospital was filled with bodies on beds and on the ground. There was a family of all women placing a deceased family member onto an altar as a dedication to God, which this didn't feel weird or wrong, the dreamer said.
1: So that's where it's important to know how you felt in the dream because you might wake up from that dream and say, oh, this is very weird and wrong. But while you're dreaming, yeah. that it, it's important that how you felt about it while you were dreaming because the Lord, that's part of what the Lord's talking to you right. about, which may not make sense right. to you
0: in, when you're awake. It's going to be metaphoric. It's symbolic. Exactly. Right. And you could, your mind could shut it down. Mm-hmm. But the Lord's saying it's okay because he said it didn't feel weird or wrong. So two women looked at each other and said that everyone is falling for this deceit. They climbed to the second floor where there was a hole above the altar. They began turning on showers so that water could fall below onto the altar and saying that God did not give this sickness and it's a lie. Some of the dead began to rise once they heard that. The dream was super, super strange but felt divine unlike most others that I have. So the dreamer could tell that it was a God dream. Right. He could yeah. tell it was a God dream and we asked him what um, a Japanese
1: family or an Asian family represent to him. He said the, the world at large. The world at large. Yeah. Okay. So what's interesting is that he's watching, this dreamer is a male, so he's watching um, this person come out of a house and he's sick and he dies, falls over, and then he pans out and sees the hospital, mm-hmm. which is a healing place. So there is a sickness, there's some kind of a pandemic going on mm-hmm. and it's it's killing people right. and it's, it's horrible. Um, and so in dreams, it, especially if you know it's a God dream, he's not talking to you. People want, usually jump on this and say, okay, the world's going to have a pandemic. or right. panic is negative. But that, and, and if that happens, there might be a layer of that, but the Lord speaks in like multi layers. He's multifaceted. You know, he talks in, many different things and right. the main message of this has got nothing to do with a physical illness right it's a, it, he he talks about spiritual things and that's right. what the these god dreams are about usually is spiritual things so there's something going on there's some kind of a, a sickness being released that is killing people spiritually right and that's what this is about and not just this individual one or two people it's killing a hospital is full of people, yeah, and and it's spreading. It's spreading. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah it's and the and this this person is being called to pray about this and to release God's God's grace over this and to release God's truth and healing over this. And so there are some people. I don't. The, the women could represent church. It can represent um the holy spirit but women are being are putting these deceased family members so they're spiritually dead so think again it's not a dead person physically person it's a spiritually dead person so they are placing people on the altar so as we learn to take those people who we love who are spiritually dead and we basically release them to the lord like i'm not going to convince you that you need the lord i'm just going to put you on the altar and ask the lord to deal with this but then then those women went up to a higher level in the spirit. So again, they're not going up to second heaven or anything. They're just going to a higher level in the spirit where they are releasing the rain, the the washing. So yeah. they're releasing heaven's washing. So if you're releasing it from second heaven, it's not going to be a good thing. But these people are just to a higher level spiritually, okay? Yeah. So people might get stuck in it's well, it's a second level, but it, it what we're talking about is it's higher, a higher level in the spirit. And they're they're releasing The washing water would fall down and they said that God did not give the sickness and it's a lie so washing over the altar which is the church which is religion that might have um, caused spiritual Mm -hmm. death and the sad thing is some religious places in -hmm. the church do cause as much spiritual death as they do life without knowing it you know it's a deception within the church but this Person is called to pray for healing in that area, yeah. And so that people who consecrate their loved ones are then called to become prayer warriors who release the cleansing and the washing from heaven over the church, yeah. So they didn't necessarily pray for that w- washing over their loved ones as much as over the church, over the over altar. the altar, right? Yep. And that That's significant. people began to raise from the dead. So yeah. spiritually, they're going to come back to life. So yeah, come, come on. on, Lord, change the church, change the body of Christ in any way that we are being um, harmful without even realizing yeah. it. Teach us, Lord, and bring your washing, bring your forgiveness, bring your blessing over your people so that we bring so that the spiritually dead come back to life. That's right. Yeah, that's a powerful that's dream. A and powerful that's a calling dream, dream mm-hmm. calling an intercession.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love that as soon as the dead started hearing it, they started coming back to life. it's, it's all mm-hmm. it doesn't it's not a fight for the Lord. He does
1: stuff. No, s- the battle's so been won. Easy. But we need that that water from heaven, we do. the lo- the water of life. We need that living water to come over the yep. altar yep. for the healing to happen.
0: Yeah. And, you know, uh, Ephesians 2, 6 says that we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Yeah. So actually like that going up higher, I think is so, you just have to get in that union with Christ. It all comes from the union with Christ. Say, I'm, I'm actually with him. And how does he see it from his perspective right. on his throne in heaven? What is he looking at right now? Is he discouraged by this? Is he up? Does he need to fight it? Does he have to get really serious and whatever? We're like, "What, Lord? What do you see here?" And agree with him.
1: Yeah, just asking the Lord how He sees it can be so life-giving because the truth is God doesn't see everything the way we do. Yeah, we tend to think He does. That's right. (laughs) But the truth (laughs) is, He doesn't necessarily see things the way we see them. So we we need to ask, get His perspective on things, and we need to release life and the water of life over.
0: You know, one of my favorite questions to ask the Lord is, are you hopeless about this?
1: Yeah. Have you ever heard him say
0: yes? Uh, Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) I don't anticipate that I will. No, I don't think you ever will. He's just not hopeless. He's got a solution for that too.
1: Well, and his sacrifice paid for this too.
0: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a really fun dream. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh, thank you. Uh, How would you counsel the dreamer to, to start walking that out?
1: Well, I would I would counsel the dreamer to learn more about how to intercede and mm-hmm. to how to a- agree with heaven mm-hmm. over the church and how not to you know, we tend to get mad at churches or mad at pastors and we say all kinds of horrible things and our words have power. Yes. You know? Yeah. And we're and when we say bad things over our spiritual leaders mm-hmm. and over the churches, we're agreeing with the enemy yep. and we're releasing more garbage over them. Yeah. So you might be aware that you don't like the way your pastor's doing something, but then that should be a um, opportunity to go up higher in the spirit and release life over them so thank you lord for this pastor thank you lord for this leader yeah. thank you lord for this church would you bring more of heaven's washing over yeah. this church would you bring life over this pastor right. Um so I, I, that's what i would when counsel. i don't know what to pray for someone and i don't want to get
0: kind of into my own ideas of what's a good prayer. Sometimes that happens where I'm like, this is what they
1: really need. And I, you know what I think they need. The, you know what, I'm going to pray for that
0: <laughs> is, is, is I'll try to catch myself and I'll just say, Lord, let your perfect will be done in this person's Amen. life. Amen.
1: That's never a bad prayer. That's,
0: that's my, mm-hmm. my default of, I'm not sure what to pray here. Yeah. But uh, I trust you, God. I trust you. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, the, the accuser of the brethren is not the Lord. There is one called the accuser of the brethren. It's and anytime we start Lord. accusing or even mm. getting, that's a good word, Rebecca. And, oh, thank you. Getting bitter, bitter hearted. We uh, we're
1: actually agreeing with the enemy. Yeah. And so Lord, would yeah. you catch us anytime yeah. we begin to accuse our brothers and sisters in Christ? Yeah. And would you catch us so that we release life instead of right. sickness and that's, death?
0: It's so good. Mm-hmm. I heard Bill Johnson say recently that he was, he was referencing the scripture. It says we enter his courts with thanksgiving or his gates with thanksgiving as courts with praise. So whose gates are we entering when we start complaining?
1: <laughs> Ta- yeah. right. Like that's, ooh, that's heavy. Yeah. Like
0: what, what atmosphere? And are we, we have
1: a choice who <laughs> we're agreeing with. We, we have do. a choice. You have yeah. a choice.
0: You always have a choice. You are a very powerful person. You always get to choose how you respond. All right, let's jump to this next dream here. Uh, set during the day and uh, normal colors for the dream. It says, I was at a mall-type place with my nine-month-old grandson. However, I couldn't see him, but knew he was there with me. Uh, I ran into this woman. Uh, it's a lady that she actually knew maybe three or four years ago, but distanced herself from because of unhealthy boundaries. I was st- struck by how bright white her makeup was she always wore a lighter foundation but this was stark white so so white that i had a hard time focusing on her words what i remember her saying is you'd be so proud of me now Mm -hmm. the next thing i see is my grandson and i see the in the back of some stranger's car and they were driving us somewhere it was a couple from india dressed in their traditional clothes the man was driving the woman was looking back at me my grandson was buckled in a car seat on my left behind the driver the woman was in the front passenger seat. I said, can you please let us out here now? It's getting too far away. She said, no, we can't let you out now. I was scared and I remembered I didn't have my wallet, so how was I going to get back? I remember wanting to text someone for help, but was afraid they would see my phone and take it away. At least with my phone on, searchers could ping it and hopefully find us. The couple was calm. When I said again, can you please let us out here now? I saw the man's face in the rearview mirror. I don't remember seeing it before then. His face was covered in brown dots, and when he spoke, his mouth was more in the middle of his face. I don't remember what he said, but his voice was weird, and I felt more scared. I looked out the front window and saw we were pulling in a yard by a lake. I saw a young child playing. It just seemed like a nice, normal yard. I remember thinking they were going to kill me and steal my grandson. He's my only grandchild. I was so scared, then I woke up.
1: Wow. Yikes. Mm -hmm. So the Lord is warning this dreamer about something, um, but also... Talking to them about some good things as well. So there's a lot going on this there's one. a lot going on in this dream, and there's actually two parts to this dream. So what you do when there's more than one part to a dream is you interpret each part like mm-hmm. if, if you think of it as a, a book with chapters or a play with first act, second act, third act, so that there's two acts in this dream. The one where she's at the mall and the one where she's in the car. That's right. And so you interpret them separately. And then, and once you get them interpreted, you connect them like, like train cars, you would connect them and put them together. And then you see what the whole of the dream is. train is. Mm-hmm. Sure. So the first part of the dream, she's at a mall. So she's in the world and she's with her nine-year-old grandson, which represents generational passing on generational stuff. So it's even not with her children. It's with her children's children. So there's something for her generations. Um, but she and she wasn't actually with him, but she knew he was at the mall. So she's aware of the next generation. She's aware of the generational yeah. piece, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are people that she has judged and had to distance herself from. Mm-hmm. So some of that is healthy boundaries, mm-hmm. but some of it might be judgmental. It feels like it's a little of both. Sure. Because we do need to have healthy boundaries yeah. with people. Oh, but when we don't important. know how to do it and they're they're dysfunctional, sometimes we just shut the door on them because that's what we need to do at the time. But the Lord is inviting her to see people from his perspective. And some of these people really have their glow. She, her, this lady's face is glowing. It's white, white, white. So that she's got the presence of the Lord mm-hmm. on her. And you'd be so proud of me now. So some of the people who she's had to distance in life have had encounters and have come a long way. Yeah. So don't discount people because of past. Three or four years ago, they may have been a mess. Don't discount them. Because the Lord's worked on them. Yeah, That's the message of the first part of the dream. And this does impact generations somehow. But we don't really know how in the dream because we just know that our grandson's around. There's something sure. important. Something there. generational. hmm yes yeah but the next part of the dream she's actually moving forward in life with her grandson and he is on the left side behind the driver so someone else is driving her life right now mm. and her family mm-hmm. because it's her and her grandson yeah so there's stuff going on in your family that's taken you forward to somewhere you don't want to go right you've tried to get off you've tried to get out and and you haven't been released and why are the people from india i'm not quite sure if i had the dreamer in front of me i'd talk to them a little about what might that mean to you but we haven't had the opportunity to ask sure. them so there's probably something significant about being from India uh, probably again, foreign yeah exactly foreign mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and um, she didn't have her wallet which tells me she doesn't know her identity yeah she doesn't know who she is in Christ she needs to grow and learn in that the Lord's saying and the Lord's saying this to her you you need to know who you are yeah. and that I, I will take care of you and not knowing that has given her these people permission to take her. These things permission to take her somewhere she doesn't want to go. Right. And her, her and her family line. family line. Yeah. 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 And her grandson is on the left, which means that's again that's what she's she's passing on a generational blessing. Left generally means what you're born to do, what comes through a family line, what comes through a generational inheritance. So she doesn't know who she is. It's affecting the generations, and she has her phone. She knows how to pray, but yeah. she's afraid but she's to afraid use to do prayer. Yeah. yeah, she's afraid to do this. And she she wants, She wants. knows that God could find her, but she's afraid to use her prayer. So right. she knows God cares about her. So this person knows the Lord, Yeah, but doesn't quite know how to operate with the prayer in order to get free yeah. of this thing. But the Lord is making it pretty obvious to her that it's an ungodly thing. So something very ungodly and foreign to her is taking her somewhere she doesn't want to go and wants to take her out, Yeah, literally spiritually take, yeah, her, out, take her out, take her out. So she doesn't have influence right. over the next generation. So this is a pretty much a warning dream yeah. that there's something you got to deal with that's affecting not just you, but your family line. And don't discount people who you've known in the past, who the Lord's worked on. They may be they may be a great help too, because yep. that, that's, that's the actually first part the that's thing.
0: kind of what I'm getting while you're saying that is the first part. You know, there's a lot about generations in this in this dream, but I feel like the Lord is saying to the dreamer that there's somebody from the past that you may be counted out, um,
1: and not just and, a and person exactly,
0: not just yeah, b- but stuff in the past or maybe even relationships. You know,
1: yeah, could be in groups of people just yeah, but that you had to separate from because they were unhealthy. Yep, but, yeah, but there's
0: there's um, probably some some tools and some opportunities that they hold that can help you with the identity piece and learning to pray. And
1: And every one of us yeah. is going from glory to glory to yeah. glory. The Lord's teaching us and healing us and cleaning us up. Yeah. Basically Making all of us, us have gone through that process. So and I think that's his heart too,
0: with the generations as they're supposed to get stronger and bigger mm-hmm. and grow in capacity. Mm-hmm. And just to our listeners, not to discount anything that you're doing, the things that seem hard or small to you right now, they, they grow over mm-hmm. time. And so it's not just your yeah. breakthrough.
1: It's generations. Right. And don't be afraid to get prayer. That's Use that too. phone. That Absolutely. Piece, that piece is big. So the Lord is saying this is serious and you need to do something about it, but it's not hopeless ever. And no. that's why he's warning you, like it's time to take some action. And if you can't do it for yourself, do it for the generations mm-hmm. after you. That, that is a motivation. And that's I'm a grandma. Great, yeah. I know that <laughs> there's things I may not do for myself. I would do for my grandchildren. And that's, that's right. just a, the mama bear thing is doubled up when you're a grandma that's like so, those all
0: those ads about quitting smoking where they show the grandchild it's like if people who couldn't qu- quit smoking before suddenly they have the motivation to do it because of that
1: because of them yeah. and so that's what the lord is talking yeah, yeah there's it's time stuff to you do haven't, these things yes yeah, it's time it's time, it's time. Yeah. and you can be free of this yeah but prayer is important use your prayer use, use your, your phone prayer. and you need to know who you are and how much god cares about you and that he would do this for you your his, jesus sacrifice gets you the freedom as well that's right all right we've got time for one more christy you ready i'm ready
0: uh this dream was in black and white so just know that going in
1: and uh, the emotion was sadness So already that kind of sets the stage for what we're going to hear well and when you want to know the source of a dream the 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 amount of light and color in a dream Mm -hmm. is important because we know that god is light in him there is no darkness Mm -hmm. and so if there's darkness in a dream that means you're not getting much of the lord's truth so then people will say, then why am I getting this dream? It, you know, I'm, do I have to be afraid of the enemy? Well, really what you can do is say the Lord's letting you see the enemy's strategy, yeah. but it's black and white. So you're knowing this is the enemy's strategy. This is not what God wants right. for you. And hopelessness is, is the emotions you feel in the dream. If it leaves you hopeless, there's nothing but hopelessness in this dream. So that's not the Lord's plan either he may have some very challenging things to say to you in a dream and you may feel hopeless at some point in the dream but the lord will always leave you with hope right and this dream doesn't he's not gonna so, be like sorry <laughs> yeah so this dream is kind of a hopeless yeah well, let me read hopeless it to you. Aunt, yeah dark dream so the dream says i was
0: at a class of some type had a teacher that was teaching something after it was over two other ladies showed up in the room one said she was a photographer and the other was a singer they started talking about chatter in their heads demonic voices that's in parentheses and that they had each other to lean on when the chatter gets too loud because they spend a lot of time together i said i wish i had that and one looked at me and said i feel bad that you don't
1: black and white and sad That is not a fun dream no that's a really hard dream so we just released life over this and really what um She's in a time where she's learning. She's in a mm-hmm. class. She's in a learning time, class of some sort. So who, she's in a time where she's trying to learn about things that are spiritual. Again, um, there is um, people that she is around um, or situations she's around where there is a lot of ungodly voices being yeah. heard. People, when people hear in the spirit they don't only hear God's voice. Jesus says, my sheep know my voice and they won't follow the enemy because they know my voice. But if people don't know Jesus' voice, right. they listen to all these spiritual voices and that's what's going on. There's chatter in their heads. Yep. There's ungodly voices. Um, and she wishes she had people who would she could talk to about it because they're not dealing with those demonic voices no, they're at not. all. They're not doing anything about it. They just um, talk to they, each other when it gets too loud. They so connect to each other about it. Co- yeah, and they cope with it yes. and they've learned to deal with it. But they haven't done anything about it, right? Except cope with it, and they are causing her to feel hopeless because she doesn't. She has these voices that she's being tormented with, but she doesn't even have anybody to talk to about it, and so right. she's feeling like she's hopeless. So she's got is, the voices, and she has no one to cope with, which is all <laughs> a lie because it's darkness and hopelessness. Yep. So that's all the enemy strategy for her. Yes. So it is a serious situation. Yeah. But what she needs to understand is. She she can learn how to have light. And what God's plan for her is the opposite of what the enemy's plan for her is, right? Right. So this is totally black and white. And, you know, if dreamers don't remember the color in a dream, don't worry about the color. If it's a black and white dream, you will remember there w- that was black and white. That was really weird. Sure. It's obviously black and white. Yes. And so you're seeing the enemy's plan. You're feeling hopeless. So God's plan is opposite. And you can flip that dream yeah. to be... To be seen from heaven's perspective. So, But I, I want to caution people not to be too quick to flip a dream because if God's trying to correct you on something and you flip it, you're just ignoring what God's trying to correct right. you on and he's going to continue to try to correct you on something. Right. But this one, she is in a time of learning and the Lord wants to teach her how to remove the voices, not yes. just cope with the voices. Yeah. And But the world is telling her she's hopeless because she doesn't have any anybody to yeah. talk to about her problem. So we just bless this this dreamer mm-hmm. with hope and life and light and that you will reach out to people who can help you and pray for you and remove those ungodly yeah, voices that's from right. your head in yeah. Jesus name. Amen. Amen.
0: That uh re- that reminds me of <laughs> this girl I knew oh, I think back in college she had she had a clunker of a car. This is real lemon. That was going to die at some point. It was one of those things that you just stopped trying to fix because it was just not worth it anymore. And it, it started making a really weird noise. So she just turned the radio up louder. That worked <laughs> 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 That worked for a little while until her transmission Let's pretend out. there is no problem. Right. And I think that is honestly how the oh, world sure. deals with most things. Is We're like, well, we don't know how to fix that. And it's kind of scary. So let's just turn the radio up.
1: And, you know, we know a, a, we have a friend who um, is in a Bible study mm-hmm. and the Bible study isn't quite trusting God for healing. And it's fun to hear these stories because Rebecca has a book about healing. <laughs> you know, the hope. Oh, what's the title of your book, Rebecca? Hope. You got it right. Hope. Just hope. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But she talks about healing and there is hope and healing. And so yes. people come to her with these stories. And this, this friend is in a Bible study. and The Bible study leader asked for prayer because she was having some some problems, physical problems, but she was going to have to have surgery and she asked for prayer because she wanted the time of the surgery to be adjusted so that she could go to the Bible study before she went in for surgery. And the person, our friend was like, well, she doesn't really want healing. She's just asking for, right. and so she
0: didn't feel um, she didn't. I don't think she knew she could ask for healing. She only had, she right. had f- expectation right. for the time to be moved, yeah. the scheduling of the surgery, but
1: not for the surgery to be yeah unnecessary. And so then, this this woman found herself in a position where she was privately able to to talk to this woman, and she asked if she could pray for healing, and the lady said. Okay, you know, but it's like she hadn't asked for that. It didn't occur to her that she could be healed. But so she prayed for healing and the woman was healed and did not need the surgery. That's right. That is so That's cool. That's such a great testimony. Yeah, but it's the same kind of it thing. Is. If people don't know, you can be free of these noises if in your head. you find someone then that Then you can live with it. You just deal with it. Right. And you look for people to talk to, to Some get... Coping to, for it to cope instead with of it, fixing numb the it. problem. That's right. it, yeah, but you can be free right. of these ungodly voices in your head. Yeah,
0: and I think this is a message that the Lord is sharing with the body of Christ. Is We, we have for so long, have been taught how to have peace through a storm, or we ask the Lord to give us peace in the midst of the storm. There's nothing wrong with peace in a storm. That's a great thing. And to be able to find peace regardless of whatever is, is super huge. But believers, we don't just have the ability to ask for peace in a storm. We have the authority to speak to it and tell the storm to stop. Mm-hmm. And Amen. I think the Lord is taking us from a place of being victims to the situations and asking for help to get through them to saying, no, Lord, let's cancel these situations. Let's see your kingdom come into this. And so, yeah, for our, this dreamer, the, what does the kingdom come look like? It looks like the voice is being silenced. It doesn't look like finding the friend. Exactly.
1: So why don't you pray that over our listeners that whatever the breakthrough that they would, they would see the Lord's breakthrough, whatever they
0: need. Father, we just thank you that you have all authority. Jesus, we thank you that you want it for us. You gave us the authority. We lost it and you got it back. And now you've called us to be, to walk in your, in your steps, exactly what that looks like, Lord. So, Father, I ask for a grace to be released over our listeners to know that in Christ, we have the authority to see heaven come. Wherever we go, where heaven isn't, we have our assignment. So, Lord, I ask for a holy boldness to raise up in our believers uh, and for Holy Spirit to just empower us to walk as Jesus walked, in step doing what the Father is doing. Yeah, Lord, I just pray a grace over all of them and for every area of their life where where they're settling for peace through the storm instead of the, the silencing of the storm itself, that that would be brought to the surface and dealt with in Jesus' name. Yeah, we Amen. thank you, Lord. I thank you for these dreams and for our dreamers and for all that you're doing. And God, I ask for more as we steward this so that you continue to give us more revelation of what you're saying and doing. And thank you for speaking to us, Lord. We love you. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Well, thanks, Christy, for interpreting these dreams for us. This is fun, Rebecca. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Dare to Believe podcast. We are grateful for you, our listeners. You can find out more about us at our website, daretobelieve.info. That's dare, the number two, believe.info.
0: Also, to make sure you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes, subscribe to us on Apple iTunes or however you listen to your podcasts, and go ahead and leave a five-star rating while you're at it. Thank you, guys. Some silence. That's good.